You're my child. I have the right to poison you. I'm allergic to fish slash seafood, and it's not the anaphylactic type of allergy, thank goodness, so I'm not going to die if I eat some, but I do throw up, have a stomach ache, and a massive headache for a few hours. Enough fish and seafood, and I break out in small red hives all over my arms. My mom didn't believe me as a child, and back then, I couldn't stand up to her properly. She'd force me to eat stuff with seafood or fish in it to prove that I wasn't allergic, then ignore me as I was sick. One day, she held a dinner party. I was dressed up beautifully and trotted out to parade before the guests. At the time, I was around nine years old, precocious for my age, and absolutely fed up with my mother making me sick. When she held out a fish cutlet, fish cooked with vegetables rolled into a ball covered in batter and fried, for me to eat, I saw my chance. Me, loudly, I can't eat that! I'm allergic to fish! Mother, no you're not. Eat it. Me, I'm allergic, I'll throw up! No Asian mother will back down in front of guests for fear of looking like she can't discipline her child. My mother grabbed the fish cutlet, shoved it into my mouth and said, in her most firm voice of command, eat! So I ate it. Cut to about 10 minutes later, I got up to my mother and tug on her, sorry to get her attention. Me, I don't feel And I vomited on her, all over her most expensive carpet and in full view of all the guests. My mother has a reputation for being kind, generous, charitable, and a very religious woman. So in front of all the guests, she couldn't do anything except act sympathetic and send me off to bed to recover. She never made me eat fish or seafood again. This was actually pretty clever on the part of the kid, but it's sad that the kid had to go through that in order to make this happen. She basically had to social engineer the whole situation to hit her mom where it hurt, which was social embarrassment, in order for her to hear her that she doesn't feel good when she eats this food. I feel like this type of thing is more common than people realize. When kids are allergic or they get sick from eating a certain type of food, it seems like a lot of parents don't care and they just have the kids eat that anyway. Probably the most common thing I've seen this happen with is milk products. For some reason, a lot of times parents don't believe that their kid is lactose intolerant if they are not lactose intolerant for whatever reason. And so they continue to feed their kids food products that have lactose in them. And then the kid gets sick or starts farting a lot or any number of things that can happen from that allergy. And then they're surprised, like a little surprise Pikachu meme as to why it's happening or they don't notice at all. Let me know if you've ever been in a situation like this or if you haven't, what would you do if you're in the situation down below? My neighbor kept parking on my property so I had him towed. This just happened and I am so mad that I am shaking right now. Here's the backstory. I'm a single mother of two teenage boys and I live in a nice quiet neighborhood at the end of a cul-de-sac. Every house on this street has a garage and I'm the only one that has a single car and parks in my garage. Almost every house on the street is a family home with at least three cars but most have more. Some will park in their driveway some will park in the streets. It's never been a problem since everyone is considerate on how they park and no one has ever had an issue with getting in and getting out on the street. In addition, I tend to keep to myself. I'm not antisocial and I wave and say hello to my neighbors when I come and go from my home, but usually when I get home, I stay home. So I say all of this to give you an idea that I'm a homebody and my neighbors pretty much know when I get home. I stay home. About six months ago, the house to my right was sold to a larger family that consisted of a dad, a mom and three teenagers. The day they started moving in, I made it a point to go over to the edge of the property to wave and greet them in order to welcome them to the neighborhood. They were friendly and I was happy to have such nice people move in next door. Also note, this family used their garage for storage and thus parked their four cars in their driveway. I didn't know it at the time, but their youngest son was just months away from his 16th 
birthday now that you have a little information onto the story. Today is Monday afternoon and the story began last Tuesday around 6 p.m. on Tuesday. I received a knock on the door and it was the neighbor dad. The following is our conversation. Neighbor dad. Good evening. How are you? Me talking to the screen door. We're okay. I'm sorry I can't open the door but my youngest came home from school with a sore throat today and so I'm not sure what's going on with him. How are you and how can I help you? Neighbor's dad. I'm sorry to hear that. I sure hope it wasn't anything serious. We are okay. My son just turned 16 a few weeks ago and I'm sure you saw the new truck we bought him. Me. Yes, I did. It's such a pretty truck and big. Does he like it? Yes, he does. It's about what he wanted, so we got it for him. It is very big, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Let's take a brief pause here to understand when I say this truck is big. It is very big. It's an F-350. I personally think it's too much of a vehicle for a kid learning to drive, but it's not my money, so to each their own. Me. I don't understand. Neighbor dad. Well, we have complaints from some of the other neighbors that this truck is so big they can't get around it when they are driving through and we're afraid he might get sideswiped if he continues to park in the street. Me. Yeah, I've had some intense moments trying to get around it myself, but I'm sure he will get better at parking as he gets more experience. I'm not sure what this has to do with me. I haven't complained. Neighbor dad. Oh, I know you haven't complained, which is why I was going to ask if he could use your driveway to park since you don't use it. Me. Being very stunned at this. Um, I do use my driveway when I leave and when I come home. I can't get to my garage without using my driveway. Besides, I have issues with depth perception and your son's truck is so big, it'll take up most of my driveway. I don't want to be responsible for any damage that might happen to it while it's on my property. Neighbor dad. Well, we will make sure that he parks it so you will be able to come and go without any issues. Me. That isn't possible. The only way he can park to allow me to get around him is if he parks halfway on my lawn and that wouldn't work because he would damage my lawn. If you were concerned about his truck any damage, then why don't you let him park in your driveway and then one of your other smaller cars can park in the street? We've already discussed that and we would have to park two cars in the street in order for him to use the driveway. It would be very easy for him to park in your driveway and I can assure you that it will not be an inconvenience to you. You don't even use your driveway. I'm sorry, but the answer is no. I am not going to be responsible for his vehicle and my property property and I need to be able to come and go without worrying about someone else's property. Neighbor's dad being very upset at this point saying, well, you're not being very neighborly. I thought you were a nice woman. You don't even use your driveway and this would benefit the whole neighborhood. Me losing my temper at this point. Listen, I told you no and I do use my driveway every time I pull into my garage and every time I leave. I'm sorry you don't have enough parking for all your vehicles. I'm sure it's frustrating, but it's not my problem that you decided to buy a vehicle that didn't fit on your property. Now, while I also find it irritating to try and navigate the road with that truck in the way, it is public parking and so I deal with it. I will not have anyone else's vehicle parking on my property. Now, if you don't mind, I have a sick kid and I need to get back to him. Have a good day. With that, I closed the door and just looked out the peephole and saw him give me the bird before he turned to leave. I just shook my head and had a moment to understand that I actually had that conversation. I then loaded my son in the car and left to take him to a minor emergency to get him checked out. All tests came back negative and I was told he probably had a run-of-the-mill virus and to keep him home and do self-care. I was told to bring him in if he got worse, but not to worry. I went to work the next day and told my co-workers the story of my neighbor's request and they were shocked. I had one co-worker suggest that I send an email to my HOA to explain what had just happened to get it on record because it was such an odd request. I took her advice and typed up an email that day when I was at lunch and sent it in. For those who want to know, it was just an FYI email, not a complaint email. It basically stated 
stated that my neighbor made a request to park on my property. And when I declined, he got mad at me and I wanted it on record in case anything ever happens. And I'm so very glad that I did this. So Friday comes around and my youngest son has been sick since Tuesday afternoon. When I got home Friday evening, I checked him and he had begun to run a fever and was complaining of several other things. I had been doing self-care with him since Tuesday and he didn't appear to be getting any better. Around 7 p.m. I decided to take him back to minor emergency and loaded him up in the car. I opened my garage door and I was absolutely shocked to see that very big F-350 sitting in my driveway blocking me. I cannot describe to you how angry I was to see that vehicle sitting there. Now, before anyone starts asking me how I didn't know it was in my driveway, it's because my street is very busy. Cars are coming and going all the time. And unless someone knocks on my door, I don't bother watching every vehicle that drives up and down the street. The only window that can see my driveway are the ones in the kitchen. And I keep my curtains drawn and I never look out of them. So I get out of my car and stomp over to my neighbor's house and bang on the door. The neighbor mother answers and I get this conversation. Neighbor's mother, already irritated and kind of angry. Can I help you? You're interrupting our dinner. Me. Your son is parked in my driveway after I told your husband he couldn't. I need to take my son to minor emergency and that truck is blocking me in. It's at this time the neighbor dad walks up behind neighbor mother and proceeds to talk. Neighbor dad, he isn't blocking you in. You can get around him. No, I can't. You need to move that truck or I'm going to call the police and a tow truck. I need to get my son to see a doctor. Neighbor dad, turning to call for his son and then turning back to me. He's not blocking you, but I will have him move it. It doesn't matter whether you believe he is blocking me in or not. He is not allowed to park in my driveway. No one is allowed to park in my driveway. And if I find another unauthorized vehicle in my driveway again, I'm not going to bother to knock on your door. I'm going to have it towed. It was at this time I saw the son arrive at the door with his keys in his hand. And I turned to leave and head to my car to wait for him to move it. And then I heard him call me the famous B word every woman has heard at least once in her life. I ignored him and headed back to my car, watched him as he got in, and after some effort was finally able to back out of my driveway, and he parked his truck in the street a little way down the road. I was able to leave and take my son to minor emergency as we waited for several hours to be seen. I shot off another email to my HOA about what had just happened. I want to advise the HOA had already responded the day before that they received my email, made a note of it, and advised my property was my own and I could give or deny access to it as I wish. It was this email string that I responded to while waiting for my kid to be seen. Again, all tests administered to my son came back negative and I was told it was just a run-of-the-mill virus and he would be fine. The virus had run its course. I took him home and called it a day. Saturday evening, my oldest started complaining of a sore throat and I started to feel poorly myself. My youngest appeared to be getting better so I figured that whatever he had, that we were getting. So we stayed in all day Saturday and Sunday. Sunday evening at about 5.30, my oldest son spiked a fever and while it came down a little, it didn't come down enough. So I loaded him in the car and off to minor emergency we went. The only one I could find that was open on Sunday at this time was one on the other side of town. So I had to drive 20 minutes just to get there and we ended up waiting three hours just to get in the door and then another 45 minutes until we saw the doctor. After a few more hours, all of his tests came back negative and the doctor did state that she could hear some wheezing in his lungs and prescribed an inhaler for him to help him. But 
but basically told me the same thing that he has a run-of-the-mill virus and to let it run its course. I had to drive even further to the only 24-hour pharmacy available to pick up the inhaler as we did not get back to the house until almost midnight. Now, let me set the scene for you. My son is half asleep in the passenger seat complaining that he just wants to go home and I am exhausted and feeling drained and having coughing fits myself and I'm just looking forward to going to bed when I rounded the corner and saw that truck sitting in my driveway. I couldn't even pull in because he was blocking me and I also noticed that he was parked partially on my lawn. I was so mad I could hardly see straight. I googled and found a 24-hour tow truck service and explained that I had an unauthorized vehicle on my property that needed towing. The woman said it would be about 30 minutes before they could get a truck there and I said that was fine. In the meantime, I walked my kid to the house and put him to bed and then quickly went outside and took a picture from the street to show how much of the driveway he was taking and that he also parked on my lawn. I could not understand why they would park in my driveway again after I told them no and that the only thing I could come up with is that since there had been no activity in my house for a few hours, the neighbors probably assumed that I was in for the night and wouldn't notice the truck in the driveway. This is pure speculation, but it is normal for me to be in for the night, especially after 6 p.m. I don't know if they missed me leaving or just saw me leave, but figured I was home, but it doesn't really matter because I told them they couldn't park on my property. It was about 12.30 a.m. when the tow truck arrived and I half expected my neighbors to come out running, but there wasn't any activity from them and the driver left with the truck without incident. I went in, shot off another email to my HOA along with pictures and explanation that I had towed the vehicle and went to bed. At 6 a.m. this morning, today, I woke up to someone banging loudly and rapidly on my door. I didn't have to look. I knew who it was. I grabbed my phone, hit the video record button. Before I opened the door, I looked through the peephole and saw neighbor dad and his son in my door. I opened the door and this was the following conversation. Neighbor dad, very angry and yelling, where is the truck? Me. As calmly as I could state while coughing. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It was told you can call such and such company to make arrangements to get it back. Neighbor dad. You didn't have the right to tow it. Now you're going to have to pay to get it back. Me. I had every right to tow an unauthorized vehicle on my property. I told you not to park on my property and you did it anyway. It blocked me from getting in my driveway last night. I told you I was going to have it towed after the last time you parked without my permission. And I won't be paying to get anything back. Neighbor dad. You stole my truck. You B. I'm calling the police. I'm going to sue you. Me having enough of this. Go ahead. In the meantime, I'm sick and I'm going back to bed. I closed the door and stood there for a moment. I looked out the peephole and they were still there. Neighbor dad started banging and also ringing my doorbell nonstop. He knocked and rang my doorbell for another four minutes before he gave up. I'm still recording all of this and I didn't turn off the video until he was gone. I turned and saw my kids standing there. The noise had gotten them up and I just advised them if they were starting to feel ill just to go back to bed because that's where I would be going. Now I will honestly say that I didn't think he would call the police but he did. It was about half an hour. I really wasn't looking at the clock but I heard the doorbell ring. I got up and looked through the peephole and a police officer was there. I opened the door and I had this conversation. Good morning ma'am. Sorry to bother you but we had a report from your neighbor. He said that you stole his son's truck by having it towed from the street and we need to talk to you about this issue. Good morning officer. My neighbor is only telling you half the story. I had his truck towed from my driveway yesterday when I returned home from minor emergency. I couldn't get into my driveway and I have already told him twice that him and his family can't park on my property. This issue started last week and I have emails to my HOA, pictures of his truck parked in my driveway this morning and a video of my neighbor's visit this morning where he called me names and told me he was going to sue me and call the police. I can show you this if you would like. The police officer said Yes. So you are saying that the truck in question was on your property without your permission and that you had it towed? Yes. Last Tuesday, he asked if I would allow his son to park in my driveway. I told him no. And he got mad at me and flipped me off before leaving. Then Friday evening when I was leaving, I discovered that his son had parked in my driveway and I couldn't leave my garage. I went over and demanded they remove the vehicle. And I told them at the time that I would have the truck towed if they ever parked on my property again. I came home late this morning and the truck was in my driveway so I had it towed. Police officer, I just want to confirm. You're saying that it wasn't parked on the street but it was parked in your driveway and you have proof of this. Me. Yes sir, if you will give me a minute, I will print off the emails I sent to the HOA that documents the issues and I will also show you the picture and video as well. With this, the police officer said that he would wait for me to print off everything and once I got the emails printed I then returned to the door, opened my photos app to show the officer the truck in my driveway, time stamped, handed my photo, printed the emails to him. After looking at the photo where you could clearly see my house in the background, the truck blocking the entrance, and that it was partially on the lawn, the officer read the printouts. He handed my phone back to me and asked me to open the video that I had referenced while he went over to the lawn to look. I watched him look at the area and take a few photos. I could see my neighbor and his whole family standing on their driveway watching me and the police officer. The officer returned and I handed him back my phone with the video ready and he watched it. After he finished watching the video, we had the following exchange. I'm going to need a copy of that photo for my file. If I provided you with an email, would you be able to send it to me? Yes, sir. No problem. The police officer then said, I have enough information for my files to determine the vehicle was not on public property and was in fact on your 
your property. I've made a note that you did not give permission for the vehicle to be parked on the property. And based on the emails you gave me with dates and times, it appears that you did in fact advise your neighbor not to park on your property. Would you like to file a trespassing report for this incident? Oh, yes, absolutely. I can see that you're not feeling well. You can either file with me now or you can go online. He got out his business card writing on it and then handing it to me. Here is my business card with my email that you use to send me your photo and video and the case number is on a card as well. Do you want to file with me now? Honestly, I'm exhausted and would prefer to file online later. Okay, reference this case number when you're emailed your evidence and file online report and also reference my name in the report. And one more thing, I saw on the video where the neighbor day stated he was going to sue you for having the truck towed? He can sue you if he wants, and I would advise that you keep all the evidence you provided me with today along with the case number I just gave you. Give it a few days, and you can request a copy of the report if you want, and you can keep that as well. If you decide to file an online report, you will need to keep your copy of that as well. Now, I'm going to go talk to the neighbor dad now, and I'm sorry to have bothered you. Thank you, officer. I'm sorry you had to come out. Have a good day, ma'am. Get some rest. With that, I closed the door and went back to bed. However, I'm so mad that I didn't get any sleep. A few hours ago, I sent off my photo, video, and another copy of the HO emails to the email address the police officer gave me and then saved all of that information just in case. I also filed a trespassing report online. I then sat down and started typing this story. Not sure where this is going to go, but I'm going to see it through. I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback from people saying that I should have just knocked on their door and had them move the truck, but I feel that I was right to have the truck towed. I had already told them twice not to park on my property and they didn't stop. So this was the consequence. I'll post an update later if there's anything that comes up in the report or if the neighbor dad actually does follow up on his threat and sue me. So who was the biggest jerk in this whole scenario. Honestly, the first thing that I see in this whole story is it sounds like this other family, really, when you boil it all down, was just trying to take advantage of the fact that they thought that this woman wouldn't do anything about it, that they could do whatever they wanted to, call it bullying, call it taking advantage of, whatever it was. Maybe it was just that they saw that she was a single mother and she was alone and they thought that she wouldn't have any way to retaliate against this. Or maybe they thought it was just that she was so busy she wouldn't notice that they were taking advantage of of her and doing things that she had said no to before because they knew she wouldn't do anything about it. But all of that proved to be inaccurate because she did fight this all the way to the end, it looks like. Many, many, many people that have stuff like this happen to them wouldn't actually have the forethought to go through and collect all the evidence as it's happening because probably the biggest thing she did in her favor throughout this whole thing was to document everything as it was happening. She took a picture of the car, showed the property damage. She was regularly writing the HOA in this case because I guess her community has an HOA and was keeping records of the whole thing along the way and even making note to have time time stamped it and taken a picture of the truck before it was towed because that was the first thing the officer asked her and then to even verify that it was true beyond just the timestamp in the photo he went out to presumably inspect the grass to see if there actually was an indent in the grass that had some sort of tire mark on it so the fact that she had all of that pretty much makes her entire situation bulletproof and if the guy does waste his money and their time in suing her it's really going to be just that a waste of money and time but let me know if you guys have been in a situation like this or if you have not, what would you do? And who do you think was the biggest jerk in this whole situation? Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, drop a thumbs up. And if you want to submit your own story, you can do so via the link down below in the description.